Thank you for calling to Pozzuan Associates Insurance Services. Please hold while we connect you to a representative. All calls may be recorded for quality and assurance purposes. Good afternoon, DNA Insurance. I'm going to speak to Alex, please. Who am I speaking with? Uh, it's Joey Jingola. Joey. And you said your last name, I'm sorry? Jingola. All right. One moment, please. Thank you. Dopazo and Associates Insurance Services appreciates your call. Please stay on the Mr. Jingola. Alex, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, buddy. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, it, I, I I tell them, no, I tell them outright, you, it is you, it's not me. We, we have an expectation that we need to be reasonable. My grandfather used to say all the time that good business means everybody at the table leaves happy. Uh, you know, I believe that. So that means as me as, as an agent, I, I have to be responsive to you, but it also means that you as a customer have to fulfill your end of the bargain. And if you're not fulfilling those things, then we're losing money. That's just, you know, we're not in business to lose money. So I've had people, you know, tell me all kinds of stories. We're pretty good about sticking to our, to our guns when it comes to that. You're not in business to lose money. Are you sure about that? That was my good buddy, Alex DePazzo of DePazzo and Associates in beautiful Miami, Florida, talking about, well, this is going to be part two of how many clients do you fire if you want to listen back on episode 173, 183, 183, I don't know, 183, I think 183. How many clients do you fire? Part one. And Alex is talking about, hey, I mean, first of all, um, I've been thinking about his grandfather said uh, good business is when everybody walks away from the table happy I think I really agree with that but then there's like part of me like well I mean like sometimes it's okay to make somebody feel a little uncomfortable or something questionable I don't know maybe maybe not maybe I'm just maybe I'm not getting it Alex I don't know I think that's I think that's one of the yes I like that but they stick to their guns they are not afraid to tell people when it's not working out right and I think that's something that we're all challenged with, right? And when you're first starting out, when you've been in business for, you know, if you're a startup agency, if you're a scratch agency, just kind of getting the go of it, yeah, okay, then there's going to be some sort of, um, you know, we can't afford some sort of mentality that we've got to take. We can't say no to anybody. We've got to do business with those people. And yes, but at some point, you have to understand that there's, you know, people that work with your business and there's people that don't. And it's okay, right? You don't need to you don't need to make it work with everybody. It doesn't have to work with everybody. In fact, much like what Alex is saying is if we tried to make it work with everybody, then we wouldn't be making money for anyone and that would be a problem. And we don't want to have problems, right? That's the whole point, right? Is is being okay with the fact that, or I guess figuring out, finding a point in which you hit to where you say, listen, I think I think if I said no to this, I think I'm gonna be okay. I think that's where we wanna go, right? It's if, if, if this person is just not, not doing their job as a client of yours, 
and they're and they're becoming unprofitable if you were you're spending more time with them than you can make on them then hey listen stick to your guns and say yeah, you know what no thanks but really the ultimate the most important question and this alex i'm dying to know is how often do you have to have that conversation hey more than i'd like you know i don't know if i can give you an exact number if i had to guess I'd say um, it also depends really heavily uh, on the line. We do a lot of garage here in the office, mm. and for some reason or another, used auto dealers are huge. It, you know, like paying on time for those guys. I'm not sure if it's the ones that we find or if that's a, you know a, a thing nationally or, or, or regionally. But they, yeah, they they struggle quite a bit with paying on time. So there, it happens more often than not. You know, if the premiums are larger, we, we won't go to the um, uh, paid in full. But we'll say as long as you're willing to put it on electronic funds, auto renew. So I couldn't give you like a rate. Like I gave you an example of one that happened yesterday. I probably have to have that conversation once every two weeks, once every three weeks. I don't know about you, but that kind of feels a lot. I mean, I was a little surprised. I was a little like, whoa, hey, two to three weeks. That's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. It's like way more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I maybe thought, you know, maybe once every couple months, but every two to three weeks, that's that's Alex uh, doing some constant weeding in his agency and his client base. And he said it varies by line. Now, throwing it way back to um, the first episode, if you don't remember, Alex, one of his techniques to kind of just make it easier to part ways, you know, Alex says, hey, it's usually a payment issue, right? And so if it's the business isn't bad, if, if it's, or if the business is bad and it's not working out, it's, hey, we might need this money up front because they're canceling all the time or whatever because they're not getting the payments in. And, and, you know, now Alex says it depends on the niche, the line, the type of business that you're selling that, you know, some people in some industries were just brought up a certain way that don't respect payment schedules and or know what an auto bank draft is. Hey, you know, whatever. We're not judging. We're just kind of curious more than anything, I would say. And auto dealers apparently happen to be one of them. Maybe they can get their life together at some point in time. I don't know. But, oh, listen to this. Hey, if the premium's high enough, if you are making enough money, if it is profitable enough, well, then we're just, we, we don't need to go that far. We don't need to be that extreme about it. We're just, we'll, we'll let you, you know, we don't need to ground you for the, like forever. We're just going to maybe suggest that, you know, you give us money automatically every month. And that might make it work a little bit better. So if the premium is big enough, then there are intermediate steps to take before it's just, hey, we're going to make sure that we kind of do everything we can to make sure that we don't do business together anymore. So it's not this black and white end of the world situation that you might need to make it out to be, right? It's more of a program step of understanding. I think it's really, if we're really kind of breaking it down, right? Like, how do we know? Like, what's the whole point of firing a client? It's... It's actually the opposite, right? It's do you know what your time is worth? Do you know how much you want and or need to be making and how much time do you have to kind of be spending on those things? Obviously, knowing that, you know, there are certain circumstances that, that happen, knowing that, you know, maybe you really like a guy and you, you believe in his business and you think they're going to the top much like an investment. So, you know, maybe if they're a little little screwy today, well, maybe they're gonna be your best client in the, in the future. However, we cannot risk our business, your business on too many of those pipe dreams because then, yes, as Alex says, you will be out of business. And 
it's really just kind of putting some safeguards, some kind of levees, levees. Those are the things that break that flood cities, um, levees in place that, you know, make sure that you don't get too overwhelmed, too consumed with those types of clients. And, you know, as Brent Kelly will say, and a bunch of other smart people, you know, 80% of your output will be driven, driven. That's not a word. Uh, will come from 20% of your input, right? So yes. And focusing on these people firing those in the 80% more frequently is going to only make those numbers easier to achieve. So yes, yes. Just kind of, I mean, just make it just a little roadmap for them. Hey, listen, it's kind of like, let's maybe just say it's, maybe it's a Candyland, right? It's just, or shoots and ladders maybe, I don't know. Um, where just you, you land on something, you go back to start, whatever the thing is, just a couple set of rules. Just, I think Candyland, I just played it again with my kids. It's like, you just flip over cards and you look at colors. I mean, that's pretty simple. I mean, what's the Candyland of insurance to firing clients, right? Just make it a little fun. Peppermints usually help. And I think everyone's going to come out on top or at least in a better place. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. But, but, Speaking of having fun playing games in your business, you're not supposed to be always happy while doing it, right? That's crazy. If we don't, I find that what it is we end up doing is we just end up complaining all day long about the fact that we have our, these customers that don't pay on time or, or waste our time or have all this energy. And why double do it, right? <laughs> Either I'm going to be smiling while I get when I do the business or I'm just going to not do the business that, I, that, that makes, me, makes me unhappy. It's, it's my business. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be able to, to run it and be happy while doing it. You stop that right now, Alex. That is just ridiculously absurd and borderline blasphemous. How dare you make such an entitled suggestion that you have the right to be happy while running your business? Unbelievable, Alex. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, right? This is where we would all eventually like to be at some point. Now there are not going to be you know, 120% blissful moments, right? Butterflies are not always going to be floating around us and, and, and rainbows sprouting and all those fun frolicky things that may or may not come with running and or owning a business. Yes, fine. We get that. However, if you, in Alex's case, dedicate yourself to the uncomfortable conversations every two to three weeks, maybe you stand a better chance because what did Alex say? He said, Hey, you know, if we don't do this, if we're not sticking to our guns, if we're not firing clients, then, you know, we just find ourselves complaining more. So then what happens? So not only are you dealing with bad clients, right? Not only are they borderline, more than likely unprofitable clients, but then it's also, it's like a 2X factor thing because you're going to waste more time complaining, being unmotivated, just feeling like you don't have much of a soul left because they have taken it away from you. And, you know, we're, you know, there's the whole, I mean, we don't want to complain like complaining is for losers sort of, you know, mentality vibe that is floating around the business ethos. And yes, that's right. We shouldn't. However, from time to time, it is only natural to allow those sorts of feelings to bubble up. And it's just, you're, you're not, let's put it this way. If you are 
um, you know, trying to lose weight, trying to change your eating habits, you're saying, listen, I don't want to have sugar. Would you rather hang out at like a farmer's market or like in a candy store? And so we're just basically saying candy store bad. We're not going to go there anymore. Farmer's market, good. We're going to go there. And you just want to make your business a much healthier place to exist in, right? You don't really want to have to think about it. You don't want to set yourself up for failure to have just kind of a ridiculous, embarrassing relapse into a possible sugar addiction. And I mean, why not? Who can blame you, right? I mean, there's just nothing really that's good about associating with the people that don't make you happy, that don't make you productive, and don't ultimately make you money. Sounds a little harsh, but I mean, let's just be honest. You got to, you got to call a spade a spade sometime and there's no getting around it. And if most of your business and your clients check those boxes, then you might want to figure out ways to start to uncheck as many as possible. And just because somebody wants to do business with you doesn't mean that they can or will or should, right? Because at the end of the day, it is definitely your job to make sure you fire as many clients as you need to. All right, I have a new, stay with me here, a new retail challenge for you. Very similar to like, uh, what was it, Supermarket Sweep or something like that. It was on like USA. Like this is thrown it way back to early 90s, I think, or Supermarket. It was on like USA, I, th- I think. I don't know. I dare you. I just dare you to go find yourself some toothpicks at Walmart. You can't. You won't. I mean, without asking. Just go do it. You have no idea where they are. Think about it right now. I mean, I don't know how often you go to Walmart. Just insert gigantic store that, you know, you, you possibly could spend six or seven minutes traversing from end to end. I mean, if you make a mistake, right, because you think they're over here on the one side of the store, and this is the one thing that I hate about this place, and I, I try, I try not to go there. But it's just, it's where I live, there's just not a whole lot of options, and I don't want to go like eight stores. And so, they have a good, they have a relatively decent self-checkout, and regardless of your thoughts on self-checkout, I don't want to have that conversation right now. Uh, it seems that being like way faster, whatever. I'm not above it. Um, yes. So go find some challenge has been laid out to you. Toothpicks, Walmart, go. Next time you're there, uh, just impossible. One of the shopping lists recently, I was just on an endeavor. And I'm just like, I have, you just look at that thing and you're like, you're like you kind of picture, you got the little Rolodex of like you kind of know where to go. And with Walmart, if you're doing groceries and other things, they have groceries on one side. And they have like other things that would maybe be associated in normal grocery stores, but they're just on like another freaking planet in their store. And you just don't want to, you don't want to caravan over there without fully exhausting the options in the grocery department. And I usually will make that reference to whoever I generally ask. It's like, listen, listen, I'm here now. So if we could, if we could settle this here, I would much prefer it. Because once I go over there. I just, I'm not, I don't want to come back over here. And, um, and I had such an occurrence with toothpicks. So just, just a little heads up. I'm not going to tell you. It would be nice of me to tell you just, you know, as a public service announcement. However, 
I find it a little more interesting and compelling to turn it into some type of kind of crazy twisted podcast scavenger hunt. So, go get agencynation.com. Let me know what you find.